Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we'll talk to Jeff Natchik, President and CEO of Sport Manitoba. Their big night of champions taking place Saturday, along with their coaching Manitoba Impact Awards. The Hoosley Ukrainian Male Chorus is going to sing the anthem at Game 2. I did a feature on them a couple years ago. You'll hear that as well as my beer league team. We're into the final. Yes. Oh, what a roller coaster it was. We'll take you through it on the podcast. Sport Manitoba holding its night of champions tomorrow, as well as their coaching Manitoba impact awards. And so Preview this, joined on the line by President and CEO of Sport Manitoba, Jeff Natchik. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Well, Christian, how about you? Doing well. So, Jeff, uh, I guess how exciting is this time of year to give out all these awards? Yeah, it's a really exciting time. It's, you know, it's an opportunity for us to recognize the success of, uh, of our coaches. Uh, you know, we've got such great coaches here in, uh, in Manitoba and the opportunity to recognize those from you know, grassroots right through to our high-performing uh, coaches who deal with our high-performance athletes, um, you know, coaches who coach internationally, coaches who have coached over 25 years. So in the morning uh, at our Coaching Manitoba Impact uh, Awards, we recognize those coaches. And then in the evening, uh, as you mentioned, we've got the Night of Champions. And, um, you know, it's it's a great time to always it's a bit reflective too when you when you hear the or you look at the bios of these athletes and these teams and what volunteers do and our officials. Well, you know, really demonstrates I think the success that we've got here in Manitoba on the sports scene. And these are for the 2018 calendar year performances. You mentioned the coaches. You've got people like Jeff Stoughton on this list, and then you've got. You know, artistic gymnastics, you've got badminton, you've got Special Olympics basketball, you've got judo, right? It's pretty much, it runs the gamut. And for a lot of these people, it's great to see this kind of recognition. It really is. And and you make a really good point when we look at the, you know, whether it's the coaches that are being recognized or whether it's the athletes, the the, the volunteers, the officials, the, the, the scope and the number of different sports that we have achievements in. Uh, is something that's uh, that's always great to see. And uh, the other thing too on the the coaching um, with the coaching awards and the number of nominees, I think fifty percent of of our, our nominees came from rural Manitoba this year too. So you know that's that's really good to see. And and the opportunity to to recognize the accomplishments uh, of those in the province is something that's very special to us at, at Sport Manitoba. Now before we get to the the athlete part of this, just how does the nomination process work? Well, for the coaches, um, coaches can nominate through uh, Coaching Manitoba. Um, coaches, as I mentioned, in the different categories, right through from grassroots, uh, community coaches, all the way through coaches who have coached at the international uh, level. And so that process can be done through Coaching Manitoba, through our, our website. And we, uh, we do promote that uh, a couple of months out from the actual uh, awards coming up this, this Saturday. And... Um, uh, of course, on the the athlete side, there's uh, that's uh, that's done through a, a nomination process through our provincial sport governing bodies, and also the uh, Manitoba sports writers and sportscasters have a big role to play in uh, in the nomination of those athletes and teams too. So there's junior female athlete of the year, junior junior male female athlete, male athlete, 
junior team of the year, open team of the year, outstanding volunteer, and then coach of the year, official of the year. And this is the same thing where there's a lot of, you know, local grassroots athletes, some junior athletes, university athletes, but then you've also got names on here like Cody Glass. You've got Caitlin Laws. You've got Andrew Harris. So these are, and you got Jennifer Jones's curling ranks and the Blue yeah. Bombers, the football team. So there's big and small on this on this night of champions. Oh, for sure, and and it's so important, you know. And and I think the opportunity, especially when you you know mention, you know, our junior uh, athlete nominees, uh, being able to to rub shoulders and be recognized with in some cases professional athletes in some cases high performing uh amateur athletes it's so important for you know for those athletes and their families um to be a part of this evening and uh and of course you know when anytime we can recognize the volunteers it's very special too because as we all know uh not only in manitoba but in sport in this country if it wasn't for the volunteers the athletes oftentimes wouldn't have the development opportunities, wouldn't have the events and the programs uh, that go on. So it's really special to be able to recognize the volunteers and the officials along with the coaches and the athletes. I'm curious, is the reason that there's nine nominees for junior female, only five for the junior male, just a matter of nomination process? It is, yeah. It's a, it, it is a matter of, uh, of nominations. And, and the, in the junior category, those nominations come through the provincial sport governing bodies. Okay. And I guess the, the inverse is that there's five for female and then nine for male athletes. So uh, in the past, what is the, the, the big names that are on this list? Do they actually come out to this event? Yeah, last year, uh, Andrew Harris uh, won the uh, the Open Male Athlete of the Year, and uh, Andrew was there to accept his uh, his award. Um, what's always a challenge with uh, any time you, you recognize athletes, especially uh, the timing. I mean, we know how busy they are competing, and uh, oftentimes don't have the opportunity to show up. Uh, what we'll do is, I know uh, a lot of them we've got, uh, for those who can't be there, we've got video um, addresses from uh, from some of the nominees, and so you know it's 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 special. Or we'll have family that represent them if the athletes are competing. Cody Glass is a is a good example. Um, Cody, I think, is uh, may have finished his junior season or maybe playing in the American League right now, and I think he's playing. Uh, this weekend, so obviously can't be there, but uh, I think there's family representation there. So uh, it's great, too, to uh, to have the families represent the athletes because, again, if it wasn't for the support that these athletes get from their, their families, they likely wouldn't be where they are either. And it's also when the new inductees into the Manitoba Sports Hall of Fame will be, well, inducted. So you got two individuals and a team inducted on the Night of Champions as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's an opportunity in the in the veterans category to uh, to have some uh, some members inducted, and again, it, it kind of makes it special when you're really dealing with recognition from young junior uh, athletes through to uh, Hall of Famers all in the in the same evening. So it it makes for for a very special time. Now, is this event open to the public? It is. Uh, it is open to to the public and. Tickets are available by going to our Sport Manitoba website, which is sportmanitoba.ca, uh, and tickets are available to the uh, to the public. And where is this being held? It's being held at the uh, club um, club Regent Casino and Event Center, 
And so it's a great venue. It's uh, it's set up really well. It's really done. I, our marketing team does a fantastic job of setting the evening up. It's really an Academy Awards type of a, a ceremony that takes place for the awards and the inductees. And then after there's a, uh, a reception that's uh, that's held. And so it's a chance for the public coming out to rub shoulders with uh, with these great uh, these great nominees and award winners. Well, Jeff, I appreciate your time tonight. Uh, best of luck this weekend and have fun. Thanks, Christian. Really appreciate the opportunity. All right. That is Jeff Natchik, president and CEO of Sport Manitoba. Again, those tickets are available on Sport Manitoba. They are 40 bucks. in case you're wondering how much that'll cost. Back in 2017, when I was a news reporter, I put together this feature story on the Hoosley Ukrainian male chorus after they sung the anthem at a Blue Bombers home opener. Let's take a listen back now, shall we? When you've watched sports your whole life, as I have, national anthems start to blend together at some point. You hear it so often that the spectacle just isn't the same, especially if you're on your couch at home. But March 19th this year was different. It was a Sunday afternoon, and the Winnipeg Jets played host to the Minnesota Wild. The Hoosley Ukrainian male chorus has been around for nearly half a century, but this was probably their biggest moment. Their performance blew away the 15,000-plus people at MTS Center, and once the NHL shared it on social media, it exploded worldwide. Christopher Sklopowicz is the chair of Hoosley's board of directors and one of the 32 men in the chorus. It was such a great boost for our guys and, and such a great boost for our image, both in our community and in Winnipeg and, and internationally as well. The number of news stations and, and online news sources in Ukraine that picked up on that story of the Jets anthem really kind of blew our minds. Obviously, relatives of ours that, that know us personally have always kind of known about us, but when we see uh, media sites in Ukraine picking up on this type of story and celebrating what uh, the Ukrainian community in Canada is doing, it's a really special feeling for us. definitely makes us remember why we joined this choir, and that's to promote and, and continue our heritage and our culture. Sklopowicz has been a part of the chorus for almost two decades and says members come from all walks of life. Ranging in age from 18 to 70. All different professions, from students to retirees and everything in between. Just a great bunch of guys, and and as cliche as it might sound, we actually are all friends, too. If you're wondering where the name Husli comes from, it's the name of an ancient Ukrainian instrument. The instrument creates an emotion in its sound, and that's the type of singing that we try to bring out as well. We sing in four-part male harmony, which is two tenor parts, a baritone, and a bass. One of the differences that I think people find with our style of singing, and it comes from The way that Ukrainian music is written and Ukrainian music is expressed is it's a very powerful sound. It's a very big sound. It's not something you'll find with many other choruses. It takes a lot of concentration. It takes a lot of training. We rehearse weekly to be able to have the harmonies mesh properly. It's a true testament to our conductors, both current and past, that have built that ability within us to sing together as a group. Our genre is pretty specific in that it's Ukrainian choral music. Uh, Within that particular genre, there's different styles. There's fun folk songs, there's serious battle-type songs, there's fun drinking songs. And, of course, anthems, which they performed admirably at the home opener. But 
yourself in their shoes, down on the field in front of thousands of fans, your heart would be racing pretty fast, wouldn't it? It's quite an amazing feeling. It's a lot of adrenaline, but it, it needs to be restrained adrenaline. When you've got upwards of 30,000 people staring at you, and you've got 31 of your best friends around you, and you've got to pull something off that's going to inspire not only the team on the field, but 30,000 people in the stands, uh, it's a pretty exciting feeling. So when you've done the last note, you've nailed the anthem, how does that feel for you guys? The immediate rush of the crowd acknowledging the performance is incredible. You almost kind of block it out for those 60 or 67 seconds that we're singing, and you're so focused on your notes, so focused on the conductor, so focused on everybody around you singing the anthem the way it's meant to be sung. And you hit that last note, and when you know you've hit it, and you just hear tens of thousands of people acknowledge that you feel 20 feet tall. Christian O'Mell, Global News. So I mentioned this last night at the end of my show that my beer league hockey team, the Johnny Come Latelys, were playing in the semifinal at the Highlander in our E5. Is that what division we're in? There is no lower division than the one I play in. We finished third in the regular season. The best finish we'd ever had historically, mainly because we we acquired some new players that were better than we had before. So we're playing a team called the Goonies. I did the locker room scrums at the Jets game and then bolted to the Highlander, getting stopped at many red lights on Ellis because the lights in this city are fantastic. Get on the ice. And uh, first period, okay. We're down one nothing after one. We give up a goal a minute 56 into the game. Not great. And this is a team we'd only played once all season. We lost 5-4 in a game that we trailed 4 nothing, rallied to make it 4-3, and then just couldn't quite come all the way back. So the second period starts, and they get a goal a minute 24 in. And I'm not remembering all this. I have the score sheet in front of me. Just so I, This isn't a Rain Man situation. I have the sheet in front of me. And then they get a third halfway through the second. And I'm sitting on the bench, and you can kind of sense that we're thinking, ah, it's, this is, you know what? We had a great season. This team's better than us. Let's just have fun out there. Let's do the best we can. Try hard. I think I said to my D partner, ah, well, let's just, uh, let's just go out there do what we can. And then all of a sudden, we got two goals in half a minute, and everything changed. I started to feel nervous. I was ready to just go out there and la-di-da, and the season's over. And then our ringer, if you will, his name's Nick, he shouldn't be playing in our league, scored twice in half a minute. And all of a sudden, we have a chance. So it's 3-2 for the Goonies after two. And then in the third, they open with a goal. Two minutes in. Okay, you know what? Guess we're not going to... Oh, we scored! Oh, we scored! Yes, just like 30 seconds later, it's 4-3. And then 12 seconds later, they score. 12 seconds. That's it. What's happening? And by the way, their fourth goal deflected off my stick and in, and I felt terrible. Like, it's going to be my fault that we lost this game. No. And I said last night, as long as it's not my fault, so good. Well, it was my fault. So we're down 
And then we get another goal. It's 5-4. There's still seven minutes left in the period. We got time. And all of a sudden, there's only three minutes left. We call a timeout. Goalie comes over the bench and says, when do you want me to come out? And Captain Bryce says, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait till there's a minute and a half left. Let's give these guys a chance. And it was just a, just a bad shift. We couldn't get any offense going. We kept losing the puck. And then Sam took it in. And scored. Two minutes left. We're tied. We're tied. We go to overtime. But before overtime starts, we take a penalty with a minute and a half left. What are we doing? So we're starting overtime on the, power, on the penalty kill. It's a four on three. I'm on the ice. I'm thinking, I'd love to score. But I also do not want it to be my fault that we lost. And that anxiety is any, it's just far outweighs the excitement of possibly scoring an overtime winner. We win the faceoff. Nick, the ringer, gets the puck, goes in. And 23 seconds into overtime, scores. The Johnnies win. The Johnnies advance. We're going to the final. And I, I don't know if I've ever felt happier and more relieved all at the same time. Just a smile on all our faces. Couldn't believe it. We were down 3 nothing. We were down 4-2. We were down 5-3. And we won the game in overtime. And our big line uh, have Nick, Sam, and Nash combined for five goals and five assists. They are the heart and soul of our team. And so Monday night, we'll face the Bayside boys who came down from the division above us. I have no expectations of victory, but hey, I didn't think we were going to win last night either. And we did. Beer League. It matters to about the people in the league and literally no one else. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yes.